Are you tired of sugarcoating how you feel about infertility? The Infertility and Me podcast offers raw and candid discussions about all things infertility and IVF. Join me, Monique, your host, as we get real about the emotional, physical, and mental effects of infertility and what it does to its victims. Hashtag infertility sucks. Please be advised, adult content and language. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's your host, Monique, coming at you with a third episode of Infertility and Me podcast. Today's topic will be called Unprepared. And I chose unprepared because I feel like that's how we all feel during our RVF journeys and our infertility journeys. I know for me, I was not prepared for anything that we went through. Not prepared for uh, the IVF treatment and, and what it does to you mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. And I definitely was not prepared for being a NICU mom for 129 days in the NICU with my son as he grew stronger and grew tougher to the big, rambunctious, two-and-a-half, almost three-year-old, intelligent little baby that he is today. And I think I can attest for everybody that, you know, this is a topic that uh, we talk about all the time, but when you really think about it, there's nothing in life that prepares you for the infertility journey. It doesn't matter if you're seeking adoption, if you're going through surrogacy, IVF, donor eggs, uh, sperm donors, anything. Nothing prepares you for having to walk this journey. That is the only way that I can put it. I have been through many other things in my life and have come out an overcomer. But that none of those things I feel like prepared me for this. Maybe just the wisdom to get through it and to survive it, but not the mental and physical and emotional toll that it takes on you because it is a disease and it is like any other disease. It's unexpected for some of us. Others have had medical diagnoses uh, at a very young age. So, you know, it's different for everyone, but I feel like we all feel unprepared for the journey. And I don't want to hold you guys long today. I just wanted to get that out. I really, really had to get that out. I mean, it freaking sucks. And it's, I'm going to just say it, excuse my language, it's some bullshit. Um, And I have watched people go through many, many, many things. And that's like my favorite line when something dramatic happens. This is some BS. And it is because our bodies were made to procreate. And when you cannot do that on your own and you need the help of science, and I love science, all things science. And shout out to all the reproductive endocrinologists out there and all other medical uh, field careers. But it freaking sucks to have to go through infertility and treatment for something that the creator, God, Allah, whoever you believe in, created us for. We have all the organs. A lot of us, some of us have lost some of those organs. But for those of us, you know, we have the organs We have the tools physically, but for whatever reason, our bodies 
are not operating the way that we were created to do and go about parenthood, the road to parenthood, I should say. And it, and it sucks and it's, um, it's heartbreaking and it's traumatic and it lasts with you your entire life. Because after you get diagnosed, then you wonder if your if your children are gonna, you know, the children that you have that are physically, I mean, not physically, but biologically yours. You what you begin to wonder if they will have the same problem. If there's a gene that um, hasn't has made it very difficult for you, and especially for things like miscarriage, reoccurring miscarriage, um, a, some of that can be genetic, and that's one of the main questions they ask you once you go, either whether it's your regular physician or um, in infertility. They'll ask you if yeah, there's a history of reoccurring miscarriages from your maternal side. And, um, you know, so all those things play a part. And even for me being a uh, preemie mom, they ask you the same thing. You know, are, is there a history of premature babies in your family and such like that? And me being a woman of color, a black woman in America, we are so much more likely, I forget the exact percentage, but it's so much more likely than Caucasian women and other races to... Um, have premature births and uh, we suffer a lot in silence and it's not just me who suffers in silence and it's not just um, black women but Asian women and um, and women all over the world you know we suffer in silence it's still taboo and I think because we don't speak about it as often as we should that's why people suffer in silence that's why people feel shame for what they're going through and I can only imagine what it's like for a man who is the one who has the diagnoses of, of being infertile for whatever reasons, medically or not, and unex or unexplained. I can only imagine what they must feel like as a man, as a provider, as the head, as the, you know, the strong one in the family, you know, that's trying that has to hold everything together, you know. I can only imagine how they feel and what they go through. So um, I stand with you guys. I am one in eight. Um, and for those who who feel like they are deeply depressed or saddened by their diagnoses of infertility, I encourage you to take a break before you move forward with IVF or any kind of treatment or even making any decisions as to what you're going to do. Because now that you know, there's really not any rush to move forward because you know what you have to do. You know what's causing it. And so you can take that time to break and to let yourself process what's going on and to and to come to terms with this being your journey and whether it's the right option for you. Some people get the diagnoses and they don't move forward with any type of treatment. You know, they just engulf themselves in their nieces and nephews through other family members and friends. So take the time to 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 process and to really figure out what it is that you can handle, because I know for me. I knew that if I went through three cycles and it wasn't successful, I wasn't going to try again and I was going to give myself a long break and then go from there because I was 32 at the time. So, you know, I wasn't as in a rush as I would be, say, if I go back for a second child or anything like that because of age. So and communicate always with you guys as spouses and let them know how you feel and um, and, and just remain close to one, one another. Remember, it's a team effort. It's nobody's fault. It is not your fault for for being uh, medically diagnosed with infertility, even if it's unexplained. It's not your fault, guys. It's not your fault whether you're male or female. Sometimes, excuse my language, shit happens. Life is what the hell it is. And we just have to move forward with it the best way that we can 
one day at a freaking time. Always take care of yourself mentally, physically, and spiritually, you guys. And again, take breaks in between your treatments or if you move forward with treatment or however you plan to grow your family. Hit me on my social media handles. Let me know what you think. Subscribe, share, give feedback. Love and light, you guys. I love you and I thank you for tuning in. And let's continue to connect and heal.